Before we start today's podcast, a quick heads up on Sheerlux's VIP club. From restaurants, bars and hotels to beauty, wellness and shopping, Sheerlux partners with some of London's best destinations and hottest brands to bring its VIPs exclusive monthly offers. So why not sign up? It'll cost you just £5 a month or £50 for the year. Use your card once or twice and you'll have made that amount back in no time. For more information, visit sheerluxvip.com. Time poor? Never get around to watching or reading the news? Aware you're not quite as on top of what's happening in the world as you should be? Well, the Daily News in Brief from Sherlock's.com is the daily email that brings you the scoop on the breaking news and current affairs you need to know about each day. In this weekly podcast, we round up all those stories into one neat episode. So subscribe, keep listening and stay informed. Welcome to the Daily News in Brief podcast. Today is the 11th of July and this week's main stories are The Foreign Office has ordered an inquiry after confidential diplomatic memos were leaked to the press. Written by the British ambassador to Washington, Kim Darroch, the internal memos describe Donald Trump's administration as uniquely dysfunctional and express doubts over whether Trump's White House will ever become more stable. The comments, which were made in briefings sent to London from Washington over the last two years, were published by the Mail on Sunday over the weekend. Coming from the UK's top diplomatic representative to the US, the publication of the remarks has caused the Foreign Office considerable embarrassment. The department has announced a formal investigation in response to the disclosures, with Chair of the Commons Foreign Affairs Committee, Tom Tugendhat, arguing that anyone found responsible must be prosecuted. Trump responded angrily to news of Derek's comments this week, tweeting that his government will no longer deal with him. He later continued his criticisms of the ambassador, describing him as a very stupid guy and the wacky ambassador the UK foisted upon the United States. Despite the diplomatic embarrassment, Downing Street condemned those behind the leak and reiterated its full support for Derek. Despite the support, on Wednesday, Derek announced his resignation. The ambassador reportedly concluded that his position was untenable after Conservative frontrunner Boris Johnson refused to back him during a leadership debate on Tuesday. Johnson instead insisted that a good relationship with the US was of fantastic importance, prompting one foreign office minister to claim Johnson had thrown him under the bus. In a letter to the foreign office's leading official, Simon MacDonald, Derek said the fallout from the leaked memos had made it impossible for him to continue in the role. Accepting the diplomat's resignation letter, MacDonald said Derek had always behaved with dignity, professionalism and class. Hospital waiting lists have surged in England due to a standoff over NHS pensions. Consultants have begun working to rule over the row after senior doctors complained they cannot afford to work extra shifts outside their planned hours. The complaint comes in response to new limits on doctors' pension contributions, which have seen some medics incur tax bills for working extra hours and contributing more to their pensions. Complicated rules surrounding these contributions mean these tax bills can be large and unpredictable. Discussing the issue, Dr Rob Harwood of the British Medical Association said, No doctor wants to do anything but their best for their patients, but if, in doing so, they face bills of tens of thousands of pounds, something has to change. While the Department of Health has said it aims to resolve the row with more flexible pensions, NHS providers has accused the government of moving too slowly on the problem. According to NHS providers, which represents hospital trusts, waiting lists have already been negatively impacted by doctors working to rule. One hospital claimed its waiting list for routine surgery has increased 50% since April, partly down to staffing issues caused by the pensions row. Jeremy Corbyn attempted to clarify Labour's Brexit policy on Tuesday when he announced the party would be backing Remain in any referendum called on a Conservative deal. In a statement emailed to party members, 
Corbyn called on the next Prime Minister to put their Brexit deal back to the people in a public vote. He continued, In those circumstances, I want to make it clear that Labour would campaign for Remain. The move follows weeks of intense pressure on the Labour leader, demanding he steers the party towards a clear anti-Brexit position. Tuesday's statement did not, however, mention what stance Labour would take if a general election was called in the near future. Meanwhile, Conservative leadership candidates Boris Johnson and Jeremy Hunt have clashed over Brexit in a head-to-head debate. Televised live on ITV on Tuesday, the debate saw Hunt and Johnson share a stage for the first time to fill questions from the public. Hunt accused Johnson of refusing to put his neck on the line over the October Brexit deadline, adding, It is Boris in number 10 that matters. Hitting back, Johnson, who has previously said the deadline was a do-or-die issue, claimed the Foreign Secretary was defeatist and not absolutely committed to the deadline himself. Johnson also faced criticism from former Conservative Prime Minister John Major this week. Major claimed he would pursue a judicial review if Britain's next Prime Minister attempted to prorogue Parliament to force a no-deal Brexit. His comments follow Johnson's refusal to rule out the move, which could see Parliament suspended in order to stop MPs from blocking a no-deal departure. Speaking on Radio 4's Today programme, Major labelled the tactics totally unacceptable and claimed he would be willing to seek judicial review to prevent Parliament from being bypassed. In UK news, new analysis from The Guardian has shown a surge in the use of stop-and-search tactics by England's major police forces. The sharp increase in stop-and-searches comes as forces attempt to tackle a nationwide rise in violent knife offences. According to data gathered from eight of England's largest police forces, use of the tactics has more than doubled from 15,557 instances in March 2017 to 33,022 in March 2019. Critics of Stop and Search, many of whom say the practice disproportionately targets black people, have voiced their concerns over the rise. However, the National Police Chiefs Council lead for Stop and Search has defended the tactics. Adrian Hancock said the searches were intended to prevent violent crime, claiming this is undoubtedly supported by public mandate in the main. Heather Mills has claimed to have won a record-breaking settlement alongside 90 other people with complaints against the news of the world. Speaking after a hearing on Monday, the businesswoman and activist said, We have been awarded the highest media libel settlement in British legal history, and with it, a complete and unmitigated apology for the criminal, targeted smear campaign waged against us. Mills had accused the newspaper's owner, newsgroup newspapers, of destroying her reputation through phone hacking, invasion of privacy and the publication of lies about her between 1999 and 2010. A representative for the group has offered their sincere apologies for invading Mills' privacy, and said they accepted that such activity should never have taken place. Stars who performed at last month's Glastonbury Festival have donated items of clothing to Oxfam as part of a campaign against fast fashion. Singers Kylie Minogue, Louis Capaldi and Billie Eilish were among those donating their festival outfits to the charity. The performers' donations will be available for fans to either win or buy between July and September and are aimed at combating throwaway fashion and encouraging second-hand shopping. It comes as part of Oxfam's second-hand September campaign, which will challenge the public not to buy any new clothes for one month. According to the charity, 11 million items of clothing end up in landfill each week, with around 47 million items saved from waste by Oxfam every year. The free climber has scaled London's tallest skyscraper. The man was filmed by onlookers as he climbed the 310-metre building, one of the tallest skyscrapers in Europe, early on Monday morning. The daredevil climber is believed to have made the ascent without the help of a harness, ropes or suction cups. Police attended the shard after receiving reports of a climber on the building. The man was spoken to by officers at around 5.15am but was not arrested. 
He is not the first person to reach the summit of the capital's highest tower. In 2017, YouTuber Cass Online climbed from the skyscraper's public viewing platform to its apex at 1,017 feet. MPs have voted to back the extension of both same-sex marriage rights and access to abortion to Northern Ireland. The same-sex marriage amendment was passed in the Commons by 383 votes to 73, after being tabled by Labour MP Conor McGinn. A second amendment extending abortion rights was tabled by Labour MP Stella Creasy and passed by 332 votes to 99. Northern Ireland is the only part of Britain where gay and lesbian couples cannot marry and where abortion procedures remain illegal, except in very limited circumstances. The amendments came as part of a technical government bill on budgets and elections for the Northern Irish Assembly. The Assembly is currently suspended amid a political deadlock. Under the amendments, the new regulations will have to come into force by the 21st of October this year, unless power sharing is restored. Welsh schools are to offer pupils cheaper, gender-neutral uniforms as part of efforts by the Welsh Government to reduce rising costs for families. The changes mean schools in Wales that are revising their uniform code will now need to ensure items are widely available and not part of an exclusive deal with a single supplier. Clothing must also avoid expensive logos and uniform codes must be the same for both boys and girls. It comes amid concern over the cost of uniforms for Welsh families, with some estimates suggesting school uniforms can cost upwards of more than £300 per child at secondary school level. Under the changes, parents in Wales who believe their child's school is failing to meet the new rules will be able to lodge a complaint. Keir Starmer has called for changes to the Labour Party rulebook to ensure members are automatically expelled in clear cases of anti-Semitism. The Shadow Brexit Secretary said it was vital Labour takes decisive action on anti-Semitism and insisted those denying there was a problem in the party were part of the problem. Speaking to BBC Radio 4's Today programme, Starmer also said the party should throw open the books to the Equalities Watchdog, which is currently investigating whether Labour has unlawfully discriminated against Jewish people. Labour has denied allegations it interfered with the disciplinary process investigating anti-Semitism in its ranks after eight whistleblowers spoke to the BBC's Panorama programme about the alleged problem. Labour has complained to the BBC about the story, labelling the whistleblowers former disaffected employees. In health news, boys in the UK are to receive the HPV jab in a bid to eradicate cervical cancer. Currently, only girls receive the vaccination, but medical experts believe vaccinating boys could help prevent thousands of cases of other cancers. Beginning in September, boys aged 12 and 13 will be given the HPV jab with parental consent. HPV is linked to five cancers, including cervical, anal, penile, throat and head. According to Public Health England, the successful vaccination of girls in England has seen HPV infections fall 86% among those aged 16 to 21. The organisation's head of immunisation, Dr Mary Ramsey, said, we're hoping by adding boys to this, it will accelerate the impact of the vaccination programme, bringing rates down even more quickly. The NHS has teamed up with Amazon to help bring health advice to patients. The health service hopes to utilise Amazon's AI-powered voice assistant, Alexa, to provide health advice to those who cannot easily access information on the internet. Amazon intends to use its algorithms to generate answers from the NHS website in response to questions such as, Alexa, how do I treat a migraine? The plans have been backed by the Department of Health, with Health Secretary Matt Hancock commending the service for reducing pressure on GPs and pharmacists. The Amazon Echo device, which connects to Alexa, currently costs £24.99, but those wishing to access NHS information via the voice assistant will also be able to do so through a free app.
In environment news, David Attenborough has addressed MPs while speaking at the Energy Select Committee in Parliament this week. Discussing climate change, Attenborough said it was right and responsible that the UK led the fight against global warming because the country had overseen the birth of the Industrial Revolution, a revolution based on burning coal in the late 18th, early 19th century. The veteran naturalists advise MPs that policy for tackling climate change should be radical, given the magnitude of the environmental crisis. In a veiled reference to Donald Trump, Attenborough also warned against leaders who stand in the way of climate change policy. In 2017, Trump announced his intentions to pull the US out of the 2015 Paris Accord, an agreement committing its signatories to taking strong action to counter global warming. The Committee on Climate Change, or CCC, has condemned the government's failure to properly prepare for the effects of climate change. According to the CCC, the UK has a ramshackle, dad's army approach to planning for the impact of global warming. A report from the government's climate advisers has found just one of its 25 emissions policy recommendations has been enacted by Theresa May's administration. According to the CCC, 10 of the recommendations have not seen even partial progress. It has called for rapid, ambitious action to phase out petrol and diesel vehicles and gas boilers in the wake of its findings. Responding, the government admitted it had more to do and vowed to announce its plans in the coming months. business news. The Competition and Markets Authority, CMA, has paused a deal between Amazon and Deliveroo while it investigates potential breaches of competition regulation. Amazon bought a £457 million stake in the food delivery service as part of a funding round announced in May. The CMA has said it has reasonable grounds for suspecting Amazon and Deliveroo may have been planning a merger in breach of competition rules. Deliveroo will now be prohibited from taking any steps towards merging with Amazon until the CMA has investigated the move. Amazon has been considered a likely buyer of Deliveroo after its own food delivery service, Amazon Restaurants UK, was axed last year. British Airways has been hit with a record fine of over £183 million after hackers stole customer information. The fine follows an investigation by the Information Commissioner's Office, or ICO, which found hackers were able to harvest the personal information of half a million of the airline's customers, including payment cards, names and addresses. According to the ICO, the data breach came about as a result of British Airways' poor security arrangements. It has issued a £183.4 million fine in response, the first charge to be levelled under the new General Data Protection Regulation. Information Commissioner Elizabeth Denham said, The law is clear. When you are entrusted with personal data, you must look after it. Those that don't will face scrutiny from my office. Responding, British Airways said it was surprised and disappointed by the ICO's proposed judgment and claimed it had responded quickly to the theft of customer data. The airline will be able to appeal against the ICO's findings and the fine ahead of its final decision. In sports news... The US football team has won the Women's World Cup after beating the Netherlands to take the title. The American side beat their Dutch rivals 2-0 in a tense match held at the Stade de Lyon in France on Sunday. British number one Joanna Conta has been knocked out of the Wimbledon Championships. A win over Czech player Petra Kvitova had put the 28-year-old through to the competition's quarterfinals, but she lost an early lead in her match against world number 54 Barbara Stratova, eventually losing 7-6, 7-5, 6-1. In tech news, Instagram has launched two new features aimed at reducing bullying on the platform. The social media company said the features will automatically challenge users with the message, 
Are you sure you want to post this? If the app's algorithms suspect a message is offensive. A spokesperson said the intervention gives people a chance to reflect, with early tests suggesting it encourages users to undo their comment and share something less hurtful. A second feature, Restrict, will allow users to block bullying messages without alerting the perpetrator. Discussing the new additions, Instagram boss Adam Mosseri described tackling bullying on the platform as an important priority for the company, adding, it's our responsibility to create a safe environment on Instagram. Elsewhere in the world. Seismologists have warned California could be struck by as many as 30,000 aftershocks following two major earthquakes last week. According to Lucy Jones of the California Institute of Technology, residents of the U.S. state have been advised the quakes may be part of a series of tremors likely to continue for six months. Fellow seismologist Eagle Hawkson said the region could expect one or two more significant quakes, measuring around magnitude six. Governor Gavin Newsom has advised residents to seek information on how to stay safe if further tremors strike, saying it is a wake-up call for the rest of the state and other parts of the nation, frankly. Greece's far-right party, Golden Dawn, has been wiped out in the country's parliamentary elections. Formerly the third-largest party in Greece's legislature, the anti-immigration group has lost all 18 of its parliamentary seats. Gains were instead made by the centre-right New Democracy Party, led by Kyriakos Mitotakis. With almost 100% of the votes counted, the New Democracy Party led with 39.85% of votes, ahead of leftist party Syriza on 31.5% of votes. Golden Dawn won just 2.93%, failing to meet the 3% threshold needed to win representation in Parliament. Speaking after the preliminary results on Sunday, Mitotakis said, Greeks deserve better and the time has come for us to prove it. He has vowed to cut taxes, boost employment and attract investment to the country. A rebel leader in the Democratic Republic of Congo has been found guilty of committing war crimes and crimes against humanity by the International Criminal Court, or ICC. Nicknamed Terminator, Bosco Taganda was convicted on 18 counts by a three-judge bench this week. The offences include murder, sexual slavery and the use of child soldiers committed in the region of Ituri between 2002 and 2003. Prosecutors had accused Takanda of running violent operations for the Union of Congolese Patriots Rebels, with judges also ruling he had been personally responsible for the murder of a Catholic priest. Takanda is the fourth person to be convicted by the ICC since its establishment in 2002. A search team scouring the Nanda Devi mountain for signs of a missing climber have recovered footage of their ascent. A group of eight mountaineers was reported missing while attempting to scale the Himalayan peak in May. The bodies of seven of the climbers were recovered in June. Earlier this week, a search team working for the Indo-Tibetan Border Police, or ITBP, announced the discovery of a memory video device at 19,000 feet. Later described as a GoPro, the device contained footage showing the last known movements of the mountaineers as they climbed through snow on an unnamed peak. According to the BBC, ITBP Deputy Inspector General APS Nambadia likened the insight provided by the GoPro to the black box of an aircraft, adding... It was mesmerizing for us to see the footage. A US couple has launched a legal challenge against an IVF fertility clinic after giving birth to two unrelated babies. The couple from New York were said to be ecstatic when they were told they were expecting twins following treatment at the CHA fertility clinic in Los Angeles last year. The lawsuit claims the plaintiff then gave birth to two babies, neither of which was of Asian descent. Following DNA testing, the infants were found to be unrelated to the couple and to each other. The couple then had to relinquish custody of the children. 
The lawsuit claims they still do not know what happened to their own embryos and has suggested they may have been lost or destroyed by the clinic. The couple's lawyers have demanded a trial on several offences, including medical malpractice, negligence and fraudulent concealment. At least 24 people have been killed in a tribal massacre in Papua New Guinea. The violence took place in Hela province in the country's highlands area. The clashes were part of long-standing rivalries between tribes. Children and pregnant women are believed to be among those killed. Speaking to reporters, the governor of Hela, Philip Undialu, said it was retaliation of a previous attack. Both attacks were made in an innocent community where people were not expecting it and all of us are in a state of shock. Rivalries often occur in the remote communities in response to thefts or disputes over tribal territories. However, the high death toll of this week's attack makes it one of the worst outbreaks of tribal violence seen in Papua New Guinea in recent years. US women's football captain Megan Rapinoe has spoken out against Donald Trump during an interview on CNN saying, You have an incredible responsibility as the chief of this country to take care of every single person and you need to do better. The World Cup champion took aim at Trump's Make America Great Again slogan, saying, you're harking back to an era that was not great for everyone. She added, your message is excluding people. You're excluding me. You're excluding people that look like me. You're excluding people of colour. An active supporter of LGBTQ+, racial and gender equality, it is not the first time Rapino has criticised the president. The player was previously quoted as saying she would not go to the White House should the US football team be invited. Despite being labelled disrespectful by Trump, Rapino has stood by the comment, claiming she did not want the team's platform to be co-opted by Trump's administration. Our facts of the week are... A Bristol-based ITV news reporter may have uncovered archived TV footage featuring a long-lost interview with Banksy. Robert Murphy was researching the anonymous artist in the television company's vaults when he stumbled on footage from 2003. It included an interview with an artist purporting to be Banksy, with the man's eyes, eyebrows and forehead visible in the clip. Banksy's team have been dismissive despite the find, saying, No comment. We get loads of these. A Scottish traveller wore 15 tops on his flight home from France on Saturday after being told he was 8 kilograms over his baggage allowance. John Irvine was boarding a flight from Nice to Edinburgh when he was told he'd face charges for the extra weight, prompting him to layer on 8 kilos of clothing instead, despite local temperatures of 30 degrees Celsius. 40.7 million households have tuned in to watch the return of hit Netflix series Stranger Things. The sci-fi drama launched its third season on the streaming platform last week, and has smashed viewing records, becoming Netflix's most-watched show in the first four days of release. A significant number of Stranger Things fans also binged this series, with 18 million people finishing all eight episodes within four days. And finally, Egypt has called on Interpol to investigate Christie's after the auction house sold a Tutankhamun sculpture allegedly looted in the 1970s. While Christie's claims the statue can be traced back to a German prince, Egyptian authorities have said they believe it was stolen from a temple complex north of Luxor. The Ministry of Antiquities also threatened to sue the auction house over the sale of the statue, a bronze quartzite sculpture of King Tutankhamun's head. That's it for this week. If you enjoyed that, then do please rate, review, subscribe and tell your friends. We'll see you next time. Bye bye.